Hello and welcome back to Guys with Lane. If you are getting valuable information and content and this is helping you in your real estate journey, uh, short-term journey, long-term journey, uh, and you want to hear more of content like this, hit those buttons at the bottom, like, share, subscribe, and um, we'll keep putting good stuff out for you and walking through things that we've been through, mistakes, uh, wins, all those, all those good things. So in the last episode, we talked about your first uh, investment property. Right. We walked through numbers um, up to today, how that can benefit you today, how that's added to your portfolio, other properties and deals that you've done. I want to go back to the first property that we did. Okay. It's pretty comical. Let's hear it. Okay. So we're going to walk through what we did and the mistakes that we made. First property we bought. We had no idea about real estate, rehab, investing, nothing. How to deal with banks, nothing. And you look, I look back now and I think, man, there's so much that I didn't know that I know now that I take for granted. First off, we were fortunate too. On your first deal, you got it owner financed. On our first deal, we got it owner financed as well. We bought a property in Elysian Fields for $35,000. It's a good deal. Well. It would have been if we knew what to do with it. The owner, owner financed it, but it was on like a two or a three year note. Our intention was to flip that. So the first, the first mistake that we made is that we weren't sold on what we were going to do with the property. We kind of hem hauled and said, oh, I think we're going to flip it, but maybe maybe we'll rent it uh, and maybe we'll owner finance it and maybe we'll sell it outright. But we didn't lock lock in. You can lock in and have plan B, C, and D, mm-hmm. I, I think, but we just we weren't sold or solid on anything. And I think that was our first mistake because if we were going to flip it, we needed to know exactly what we were going to put in the rehab and what we were going to get right. at the sale. Right. We didn't know. We had an idea of what we, th- and we're basing this information on what? Nothing. Nothing. You didn't have any knowledge of it. We didn't have any knowledge. I didn't know you at the time. Like it would have been just an easy phone call to call you, pull comps. Hey, what can we get for this thing and, and work backwards, right? So if we bought the property for 35 and Genty said we could sell it for 120 and we wanted to make 20 or 25 off of the deal. Well, then you we know how much you have to spend. Right. Put 65 in it, sell it, and move on to the next one. We didn't know that. Shane didn't do that. We didn't. We did not. So how did we finance the rehab on this deal? We we initially projected, I believe, about sixty five grand is what we were going to put into it. Again, based on no experience and in information. Uh, one of the partners involved had a little bit of experience, but not much. And um, we leaned on the partner, one of the other partners, and then my brother was in this deal as well. We kind of just leaned on him, which was not the right thing to do because he didn't know either. We didn't reach outside of ourselves, and that's the first thing or one of the first mistakes is that we should have reached out to people that we knew in the real estate industry. Right. And you, asked them. you really have to. You, you have to. Don't do what we did. We needed money for rehab. We didn't know anything about dealing with banks like we do now. Um and getting rehab money and, and financing that into the deal. And so let me ask you this. You you owner financed it, but um, you did not have the rehab money. We did not. 
We just or knew how you were going to get it. Correct. Okay. No idea. So my brother had come across this this thing online to where you could get this program to where you could get multiple credit cards, zero interest credit cards in business name and personal name. So his job, Brandon's job, that's my brother, his job was to get the rehab money. That was all his involvement in the deal. We found the deal. It was a, a, a relative, like, you know, cousins of cousins deal. They owner financed it for two or three years. So our note was like, our note was like twelve, fourteen hundred bucks a month. Yeah, because you're paying, you're not paying it on a twenty year am. You're paying it on a actual three, two to three year. Right. No. So it was hot. It was thirty, thirty five, thirty six thousand dollars. But how dollar payment? The intention, obviously, with that was to flip it so that if we can make that note and cover it, then we could flip it and get out of it, um, moving down the road. So Brandon comes up with this credit card deal and has access to like a hundred grand on credit cards at zero interest. Some of them six months, some of them nine months, some of them 12 months. If you asked him about it now, he would say it was a a giant, giant pain to make that work. But that's like, we didn't, we didn't know any different. We didn't know you could just go to a bank and get a construction loan. Right. So we rock and roll forward. Our initial projections were to put about 60, 65 grand in this thing where we have less than a hundred grand in the properties. A nice old, at the end of a street, secluded, um, little pier and beam house is about 1,200 square feet with a shop that was like 800 square feet. Um, nice little plot of land, but it needed a lot of work. It was probably, it was actually, I believe that this house was a house that the fire company or the fire station used for a, a burn house or something. That was, it was a training. House. Maybe. I can't remember, but it was moved to this property might have been added on to a little bit. Uh, just think of an old shotgun house. That's what it was. And so we we started a rehab. And the second big, second or third big mistake that we made was we overestimated our ability to do construction. We went into this thing thinking, well, we can do the majority of the labor. That's the oh worst mistake ever. It was terrible. And it was also about 45 minutes from our house. And my other business partner who probably had who had the most construction knowledge, again, not much but more than us, lived an hour and 15 minutes from there. Right. So, and we also had other businesses going on. So we would make this big plan to go out and make a push and work on it for four or five days in a row and literally just get frustrated and not get much done. So we went back and forth of us trying to do stuff and then hiring somebody and them not working out and us trying to do stuff and getting frustrated and then hiring somebody and them not working out and it, just this terrible cycle. And so we ended up spending not 60 or 65 grand, but we probably ended up spending about 90. Whoa. Yeah. So we're in 125. Still not bad. No, not bad. But at the time, 125 was close to the top of the market for that house. Right. So you have to rent it. We had to we had to change the game. We finally got the thing done and a rehab that should have taken three months took us nine and a half months. Oh wow. So we're paying on the note, losing money there, stressing over getting these credit cards. 
paid off, wondering what the heck we're going to do when we get this thing done because we're, we're over budget and we can't sell it. We tried to sell it, owner finance couldn't do it. So then you would go into rent, and we're fortunate enough to get, I believe, 1200 a month mm-hmm. on rent for it. So it covered our covered our note. We're making a couple hundred bucks a month cash flow, maybe two two fifty somewhere around there. Very fortunate to be able to do that. It was a nice place, and it was nice when we got done with it. There were still mistakes, but it took us forever. Well, and so do you still own that property? No, we sold that uh, about a year and a half, two years ago. Did you make a profit on it? We did, um, but if you count the mistakes that we made and how long it took, it was almost a break-even deal. So did we you, made like fifteen or twenty grand on it when we actually sold it. So how did you get the credit card debt paid for? That's we went to a bank and just kind of fumbled through it, and I, and they we we were done with the rehab and got it appraised, and were I think we still had to based on the appraisal that the bank gave us. I think we still had to put like five or five or ten of our own money into the deal. Into the deal, but you got the debt paid. We got the debt paid. Yeah, so we refinanced and we held that. We had a renter for two years and then we sold it. We sold it for around 150, 155. At the time, we owed about 110, but total we had probably. Well, and you had real estate fees and things like right. that. Right. So, you know, we, I think we walked away from the deal with maybe 30. If you're walking away from a deal, and that's what I tell people, if you're walking away from a deal and you're making 5,000, 7,000, 10,000, whatever it is, 2,000 on your first deal. Mm hmm. It's not really about the money that you make. It is, but it's about the right. knowledge that you gain. Because if you're doing it on your own and you don't have a mentor or anybody to help you, then that's you're you're learning and making mistakes. And that's how yeah. you're gonna learn. Going back, what I would have done is called people. Just rant random people that are in the real estate industry that I knew. My uncle has probably done thirty renovations called him, got him involved, give him a percentage of the deal just to have his expertise, get a good GC, follow that GC around, meet him out at the property, watch him do things, how how it's supposed to be done, get some references for that GC, let them do their thing, do that before the purchase of the property. Well, and that's I have people that call me all the time and they ask me, would you mind, you know, looking at this deal or what or, you know, giving me your opinion and I have no problem mm-hmm. helping given an opinion because the last thing that I want anybody to do is go out, buy a property and fail. Yeah. They don't have to. If they use the resources, they'll call you. And it's, uh, I'm not charging them anything. Yeah. I do <laughs> I mean, this all the time with you. Uh, I don't, I mean, you use me, uh, to sell real estate. Uh, yeah. so I know that there's some reward sure. behind that. Yeah. Um, most of the people that call me and ask me for advice, some of them use me for real estate. Some of them don't. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. But, um, it's to, to have the knowledge and, um, mistakes that we've made, um, it helps. Yeah. The newbies. And I'm, I'm happy to, if there's somebody out there looking at some, something in Longview, which is the area that I know, or, you know, if you're looking at a property and you need to some rough rehab numbers before you pull the trigger, you know, that's something that we both you and I usually do that together. Right. I'll bring him in on something he may be selling me or something I'm buying off market and say, this is everything that I would want to do to this property. Confirm my numbers. I'll make my numbers first. Where do you come in, Genty? If I was at 65 and you're at 
85, does the deal still work? Because I'm going right. to go with a higher number. Right. You have to go with a higher number because something is going to come up. Yeah. How many times have you come in under Every, budget? Never. 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 Um, I've always gone over. And, and that I want to put a good product in the streets if mm-hmm. I'm doing the flip. So does my brother. You know, some of the flips he does and some of the flips that I, I do. Uh, and we both want to genuinely leave something better than we found it yeah. by a landslide. And and doing that, um, we're helping the community. We're helping get somebody in a nice property. Yeah. And we're retaining a great name to where we're not selling junk. Yeah. That's true. And if people know, like if you're flipping a property and people know you're doing it, it's not going to be as hard to sell if you build mm-hmm. that reputation. If they know that we've done it, I've had people say it, it's good. You know, we yeah. we just we don't cut corners. Yeah, we don't have you to. don't we don't have to. Now there's ways that you can save money without cutting corners. Correct. Yeah, I mean yeah. you can, you don't have to go with quartz whenever the granite looks perfect. Right. You yeah. know, so you can save money there. Uh, you you don't have to tile both showers. You can just tile the master and put a plastic insert yeah. where the kids are going to be getting bathed yeah you know or and also know. depends on the location too right? right i mean it depends on location it depends on what you're looking at it depends on what your price point needs to be and mm-hmm. and what you have in the budget if you don't know your numbers though, on the front end you don't know what you can do and what you can't do if you don't know numbers you're walking around blind it's yeah it's that simple and and unfortunate that a lot of people do it uh i think that people just get so excited and they think that this business and being a realtor and all that is easy. Mm-hmm. It is not. It is hard. There, It takes a lot of time, uh, a lot of patience, and it's very rewarding Yeah, if you work at it. And rem- remember that every yes that you say is a no to something else. Correct. And every no that you say is a possible yes to something else. There's a deal that came up that uh, off-market that Genty brought me uh, a couple weeks ago that I ran the numbers, ran the numbers, looked at the property two or three times, and I, we were just, we were $10,000 apart on a, uh, the deal was $85,000 purchase, but the rehab is going to be like 160 to 180. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it's going to need a lot of rehab. Yeah. And so 10000 for me, is it was going to be a, a flip. 10000 for me doesn't sound like a lot, but it's the difference between a $35,000 profit and a 25,000. If we go a little bit over budget, it's a difference between a $30,000 profit and a $20,000 profit. And that as big of a rehab as it is and much, as much time as I'm going to put into managing this, that number for me needed to be 30,000. Yeah. I think gen, the general, general consensus, uh, most investors, if they're doing it alone, they want to make at least 20, 30 is a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. If you make anything north of 30, that's fantastic. Yeah. the Our hub is twenty-five dollars to $35,000 is what you'll make on a flip. Yeah. That's, and, and it should be for the time you're going to put into it. Well, you think about it. You buy a property a month to close. You rehab it three months to close. You put it on the market. Two months on market and another month to close. You're almost at a year. Yeah, you're... Six months minimum, typically. So, how much do you want to make in a year? And that's right. That, that's what I tell people. It's not just going to be now. Me, whenever I'm doing it, it's a month to close. I want that reno to be forty-five days, mm-hmm. a month on market, 
a month to close. Yeah. So I'm trying to cut the timelines because if I cut the timelines, then I can cut the interest rate. I can cut the insurance. I can cut yes. the uh, taxes. Yeah. If you go, say you're doing a rehab, you need to get, um, uh, what's the term for the insurance that you need to get? Um, I'll think of it. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a six month term insurance. Oh, for, uh, um, builder's risk policy. Builder's risk policy. Usually about 600 to 1100 bucks for a six month policy. A lot of companies don't offer uh, prorate prorating mm-hmm. for that. So if you go over that six months, you got to pay it again. You got to pay it again, and then that interest. If you're at a seven or eight percent construction loan or rehab loan, th- it could be you know six to fifteen hundred dollars a month that you're paying right. on that interest. So every month that you can shave off of that, we're well, still you, doing the property. Yeah, electric. You got water. You've got yeah. you know. There's a lot of expenses. Uh, most people have a dumpster expense. There's a lot of expenses that you have that a lot of people don't put in their spreadsheet. Yeah. Uh, I remember one time I didn't put any hardware in mine. Okay. Uh, Doorknobs, no. (laughs) Kitchen. Right. Right. And so you make one simple mistake, it could cost you Mm -hmm. a grand, 10 grand. Yeah, we had, um, trying to think, there was one specific property that we did that we forgot to put in the dumpster. Yeah. And it was like five grand. Yeah. I mean, guys, your dumpster fee <clears throat> around here is typically, if you get a big dumpster, it's typically $3 to $5 a day for it to sit on your property and then around seven to 900 bucks to, to dump, dump it. Mm-hmm. So you fill it up. Say you're filling, you may have a property that has tons of trash in it. You fill it up four times, that's 2,800 to, th- to three grand. Right. Plus the rental of a month or two, so you're talking. I mean, you're talking over three grand just for dumpster fees. Right. You forget that. That's coming out of your pocket. If you're flipping, it's just an extra expense. Like if you're if you're rent turning it into a rental, you know that may be three grand. That it may be three grand you don't have. Right. And so, be careful and be prepared for all those expenses. That's going to go into a rehab. We're coming up on time. And before uh, it ends, I want to tell people that we did get this platform on um, Google Music. Uh, uh, Apple, right? Apple is still, it's waiting on a confirmation. Okay. So I'm I'm waiting on iTunes to confirm some things that took almost a whole it's, day. It's a pain. Pan- <laughs> are, you on, are we on Pandora yet? Uh, no. iHeartRadio. Um, okay. And then we're working on two other platforms. So will it be on Spotify, Pandora, and Apple at some point? Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, just to give people more, like you said, like I said, more uh, avenues to if they're sitting in the car, they can listen right. to it yeah. and not have to be watching a video. What's the name uh, on? It's not Goswick Lane on the uh, podcast platforms, is it? We can no. We can put it in the in in the blow for the people that are following on okay. YouTube. Uh, but it's going to be big, the Big Head Realtor Longview. Okay, cool. Um, and we'll put links in there where you can click on that. All right, so we'll get that link. We'll put it down below so you can check that out and listen while you're while you're driving, while you're working out at the gym, um, wherever you are. Just pop your pop your AirPods in and listen about real estate. If there's something y'all want to hear, if yes. There's, if there's a scenario, always co- put it in the comments. DM me, DM Shane. Yeah. Um, we're going to have an appraiser, um, and a couple different other vendors that, um, are in this real estate business that help me get things done. 
uh, and then Shane and I can talk investments till we're blue in the face. Yeah. So uh, really, this is just to help new investors, future investors, uh, and really just about helping people. Uh, it takes time out of both of our days, but we feel like if we're helping people, we're doing yeah. something good. I like it, man. It's, it's good to sit here. I'm I'm honestly ready for an appraiser to sit in this room with us because we've oh, both had so many issues with appraisals. It that's probably going to be a two part, and they these segments we've been trying to keep them under twenty minutes. We're at twenty right now, but uh, those will probably be thirty minute segments. Yeah, they might be. A lot of good stuff coming your way. Appreciate you guys being here. Remember, love God, love others, and let your work reflect that. We'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>